0: Warning! What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem! I'm
1: Nick. And I'm Zach.
0: Welcome to We're In Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world!
1: Heck yes. Summer of 1944. I'm there. Let's do it. The world is at war.
0: Ah, it is. <laughs> ah, it is.
1: Maybe I don't want to be there.
0: Son of a bitch.
1: But the citizens of a small town in rural Illinois are fighting a battle of a different nature. I, yeah, we'll go on. hmm Yeah. Okay. Am I, did that? Did I hook you there? It, got, yeah,
0: it sunk, its, it sunk its little sharp hook part hook. into my flesh. A the hook. The hook. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. The curved metal jab. <laughs> yeah. It's in me.
1: Okay. Well, a concerned citizen writes to the local newspaper. I've hesitated to write this, hoping and hoping someone connected to your newspaper or some of our citizens would start the ball rolling, but I can't wait any longer. Something must be done to stop the things that are going on to frighten people in their homes. We used to think things only happened to those who were out in the streets or somewhere else outside of their homes. But now there is no safety, even in one's home with all the doors locked. There are hundreds of women here who are left at home at night alone while their husbands are at work or are in the service. We see by now that our city police cannot cope with such things that have been happening here for the last year. Why not the militia or those who are appointed air raid wardens and block captains? Why not have them patrol every block in the city during the week after the service checks are received and the shop employees get their pay? Uh, But this latest outbreak seems to be the work of a crazed mind and must have been done by someone with a knowledge of chemistry. Are we going to let the boys down fighting over there who have left their wives and mothers alone? Isn't it up to us to put a stop to such a monster? They're doing their job over there. All you subscribers, start the letters coming in. Maybe some of their suggestions are better than mine. It isn't safe to keep loaded guns around when you have small children in the house. Oh, my God. So what can we uh, women do to feel safe in our homes? I know one serviceman's wife who has a lovely home, which she wanted to keep so her husband could come home to it. But since so many terrible things have happened, she is afraid to stay there with her little son. She is fortunate enough... Have parents with whom to stay, but those who have nowhere else to go just live in fear each night, waiting for daylight to come. Come on, all you American citizens, let's do something to put a stop to all this. Let's show our boys we are keeping up the morale at home, too. Signed, a housewife.
0: A housewife. Mm-hmm. That woman is concerned. She is very concerned. She's very
1: worked up. She's not happy. She is
0: displeased. Mm-hmm. She wrote a nice letter to the paper. Yeah. Which is basically screaming. Yeah.
1: A lot more polite, though. Sure. Kurt, you're right, I mean, it'd Curtis. be a Facebook post now, and it'd be just I, a shit show.
0: Right. And it'd be in all caps, no punctuation, yeah. and just be yelling.
1: hmm
0: You know, what about the children?
1: Yeah, but uh, definitely something's going on in this town, right? Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. So here we have a town full of frightened women and children separated from their husbands and sons by the world's most devastating war? Correct. Is it the perfect storm waiting to unfurl? Or is it something or someone more nefarious on the prowl? A prowler? <laughs> Somebody's prowling? Maybe. Yeah, dude, we're doing prowling stuff? All right. I mean, yeah, you want to go prowl? I mean, I
0: mean it's, you know, prowling could be fun. Could be
1: on what you're prowling for. I don't, know, yeah,
0: I don't know what this guy's prowling for. I don't, don't like it, all these women at home. Freaking them out, making them write letters to the newspaper.
1: Well, let's get into that a little bit. Okay. The evening of August 31st, 1944.
0: We're almost on the eve of that anniversary. I know, right? That's pretty wild.
1: Much, That's wild. I, kinda, I didn't mean... F- I did mean I'm gonna I'm gonna claim I tried to. Yes, do it, on it feels like in,
0: it feels intentional, yeah. right? Yeah, so, uh, very much so.
1: Maybe yeah. it'll, maybe these events will repeat themselves. Oh my in god! In another small town. History often in does. In Illinois,
0: history often
1: does. I don't know if that was a threat or. A... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's threatening who?
1: I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> either one of us. <laughs> Only I know what's about to happen. Though. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true.
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah.
1: A man named. Urban Rafe, um, that's his name. Urban. Urban Rafe.
0: Rafe. Wraith.
1: Rafe? Rafe. R-A-E-F.
0: Oh, not like the wraith, like a the no. monster. No. Because that'd be a cool name. That'd be a cool name. Urban Wraith, but Urban Rafe. Urban Rafe. Urban Rafe. Okay.
1: Awoke from his slumber, and had a sudden realization that his limbs were heavy and numb, almost to the point where he felt nearly paralyzed. His stomach roiled, and he felt like he may be sick managed to call out to his wife and wake her. When she awoke, she felt something similar, and in their moment of waking horror, they realized there was a heavy odor smothering the room. They thought maybe this they had left the stove on throughout the night, but that possibility was quickly dismissed by Mrs. Rafe. She was absolutely certain it had been turned off. The couple pulled themselves out of bed, And then nausea came in a sudden gush as the couple vomited while trying to get free of the room. Oh, my God. Eventually, they stumbled out of their bedroom to find that some friends that were staying in another room had surprisingly not gone through the same experience that they just had. Okay. Maybe it was just a bad case of eating some suspect hot dogs for dinner. Well, that's what they believed for the time being.
0: They had some rotten dogs?
1: Some bad dogs. Okay, bad dogs. Yeah. September 1st. I don't know how to say this now that I <laughs> actually like had to say it out loud. It's. I'm going to say Aileen. A- Aileen. Aileen? Aileen Kearney and Martha Reedy. Two sisters were... Uh, they were both sisters and they were with their children at oh. the Kearney residence. Okay. They had been spending the evening going over some financial matters and in the late evening they decided it was time to call it a night. Aileen and her... Daughter climbed into bed, and Aline noticed an odor coming through the window. But she closed her eyes, knowing there was a flower bed below the window, and the window was open, allowing for that cool summer night's breeze to flow in. But the longer she lay there with her eyes closed, the stronger the scent became. It was no longer the scent of flowers, but it was an overwhelmingly sickly sweet odor that began to fill the room. It's not good. Then her throat was dry, and her lips began to burn. She was quickly losing sensation in her limbs. She let out a frightened scream, and her sister came running through the door. The odor hit her in the face, but she got the two free of the room and then ran to the neighbors, who had a phone, and they called the police. The neighbor and the police both uh, helped the women look for any evidence and what could have happened, but they ultimately turned up nothing. Uh, They did, however, note the lingering but quickly dispersing odor in the bedroom.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's lurking. It's It's creeping. Yeah.
1: So uh, Aileen's husband, Mr. Bert Kearney, was a taxi driver, and after learning that what had happened at his home, he decided he better go make sure his wife's safe. And it's good call, Bert. Good call, Bert. This was about an hour after all the commotion at the household. So, it was expected that he would pull up to a calm and quiet house. What he didn't expect was the man dressed in all black, peering through his wife's bedroom window. Nah. (laughs) Nah. The man took off as Kearney's car pulled up. He tried to give chase, but the prowler gave him the slip. When he spoke with the police again that night, he said the man was tall, wore all black, was wearing a tight-fitted cap. By morning, the girls were feeling fine. They had been nauseous and sick the previous evening, but had completely recovered by morning. So this prowler feels like a caricature almost.
0: Yeah, he's like a Batman villain.
1: Well, he's just in all black. I imagine he's just got the black beanie kind of rolled up. Right, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yep. And did I mention he had a long coat, or is he just all in black, like... Just like, all in black. Like sweats? Probably you want him to have a trench coat? Probably can't like tell. Like
1: a black trench coat? Kind of, yeah. Okay, sure.
0: It's real creepy. So it flutters in the wind when he runs away?
1: Yeah, I like that. Okay. I mean, because he just disappears into the darkness, so... Right. Gone.
0: Great. Cool, hmm. I'm just imagining Bert... What?!
1: He's like, oh, my, I heard my wife was attacked. I better go home and make sure okay? What the what fuck? Who's this of my, guy? He's <laughs> has kind of my yard. Yeah. Well, Mrs. Ryder returned home late in the evening from work. She found an odd odor in the bedroom where she quickly grew lightheaded and the children grew restless and vomiting ensued. Oh. It's always fun.
0: Yeah. What a pleasure.
1: Yeah. Another young woman... A mother, whose name name wished to remain anonymous uh, in her police report, claimed she awoke to a sickly sweet odor filling the household. Her children grew sick and vomiting in their bedrooms, and they had been fine when they had went to bed earlier that night. But, Great. Yeah. Great.
0: It's escalating. Uh, is it? I don't know. It's just maintaining? Yeah, I don't know. No. September 2nd. Yeah, this feels like... <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: Feels like an escalation. Yeah, well.
0: I mean, well, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I okay. don't know. You don't know what I'm talking about here. This could be anything. That's true. September 2nd, the Batoon Saturday Daily Journal-Gazette. Front page headline read, Anesthetic Prowler on the Loose. Don't like it. The article was solely about the Kearney's experience the night before. But with the story out, the other families that I already told you, their stories, yeah. realized they had the same experience. God. And they came forth and told the police their story.
0: And that's just good journalism. Imagine reading that paper. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this story?
1: Yeah. But was, ah. there, was there a, a prowler out there doing these things? Because nothing not sp- happened the next day with it being Labor Day weekend. Oh I mean, took a break. Oh yeah. And I don't know what this newspaper's Labor Day drawing was supposed to be, but it looks real creepy. If this you want to take a I quick, would love to. Take a real quick peek at this. Where'd it go? I can't really zoom. I <laughs>
0: can see it. What is is that some, what is that font? Is this covered in blood?
1: I don't know what supposed it's supposed be blood to be. Or oil? I have no idea.
0: That looks like an album cover from like modern some band.
1: Yeah. It's not great. But we're called anesthesia our opening song is labor day what (laughs) the fuck but it's just a weird drawing uh i'm sure creepy it has something to do with something going on i mean it looks like a twist from what i can tell it's just a really creepy labor day
0: looks like a twisty bloody twisted bloody labor day font like it's oozing and like stripping down over like houses in a town
1: yeah i think it was more supposed to be like smoke or something
0: Oh, this looks like maybe that's just me seeing what I want to see. Maybe. With the like bloody Labor Day, which again, I guess that kind of fits.
1: But yeah, it was, uh, it's weird. But anyways, uh, it looks creepy. And what I was saying before was, was the police seem to think that the matter was resolved.
0: Oh, mission accomplished, boys. Yep. What do we do? Nothing? Is it over? Yep, we did it.
1: Yep. Nailed it Congratulations Those finances things That I said the Kearney household Was working on Before was They were counting out Cash from a check Okay So With that In mind The police said It must have been An opportunistic burglar That was using Whatever means he had Definitely not some Comic book villain By any means Nope That's me saying that though <laughs> Correct Yeah nope Nope but the... Uh, Definitely not. The following day, the newspaper began calling the villain the mad anesthetist. <laughs> That's a mouthful. <laughs> it is. But yeah, the mad anesthetist. But mm-hmm. all was calm.
0: Okay. Great.
1: Until Tuesday evening. Oh
0: Yeah, because Labor Day's over now. Yeah. Party He's, on. Yeah, he took up... He had a weekend. Mm-hmm.
1: September 5th. Oh, boy. Carl Codes and his wife had returned home around 10 p.m. Having entered through their back door, they hadn't noticed it at first, but on the front porch was a suspicious white cloth. I mean, what on earth? Mrs. Cords went and picked it up, and trying to deuce what it was, she brought it to her face. Oh,
0: my God.
1: And breathed deeply. What she said was it was like a sharp electric shock tore through her body and was losing control of her limbs in the sense of paralysis. Her lips began to swell and crack and blood began to flow. Her mouth burned and so did her throat. She began spitting blood. Who,
0: who picks up a mystery cloth and just throws it, on your, throws it next to your face? What is this? <laughs>
1: I mean, how else are you going to figure out what it is? They teach you, I guess they weren't taught that yet. You waft it. I like to imagine she's walking over there and she's like, did you see that weird stuff in the newspaper over the weekend? That was strange, right? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Blood, blood. Come on. What do you think this is? Yeah.
0: yeah. hear all the wild stuff that's going on in people's yards, a bunch of weird smells and just things. And at that point, anesthesia, you know, man, we're just going to. It's not
1: real smart trying to say that word over and over again. It's all right. I'm going to give you the, the new name in a, a minute here. Okay, sure. And then we can be done with the mad anesthetist. <laughs> yeah,
0: but guys, come on. We got gotta to get the marketing guys in here.
1: Yeah. Um, the more dramatic stuff from Spitting Blood and all that stuff dispersed after a couple hours of rest. Yeah, because she was just poisoned briefly by this goddamn magical rag. But her lips stayed swollen for a whole day. Oh, that sucks. On the porch was found a skeleton key commonly used by burglars and a large lipstick tube. I had to look up what a skeleton key was because in my mind it was just the old like oh it's, style yeah, lock. Yeah. It's, but I guess a skeleton key is like a, uh, a worn key to try to assist in picking locks. Yeah,
0: it's, it's meant to, right? Yeah. It helps you open up magical, it's, it's like a magical tool. Yep. I'm just going to keep saying magic. I don't know why I keep saying magic. This is all
1: science and physics based, but whatever. And it's magic. Fine. By your limit of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> How
0: do keys work? It's magic to me. <laughs> <laughs> All keys are magic to me. Yep. Every time I open the door to my house, I'm like, man, this man. is wild. <laughs> magic. <laughs> How does this work? <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. Wow. I just put it in and turn it? Jesus. How does this? <sighs> what I think of next? <laughs>
1: <laughs> September 6th. Word is spreading about these attacks. Different government agencies are coming from both from state, and federal to the small town
0: what could be a, it could be an attack right by the axis I mean, powers
1: yeah a uh, small midwestern town that has no value well it and it keeps saying small town but like it's not that small is it it's not that small it's 17,000 i think in I mean, 1944 that's a town
0: that's a big I mean, that's town bigger back then. than the
1: town we live in yeah that's a big town <laughs> yeah. yeah now and back then yeah it's fine it's it's just
0: Well, they judge every town compared to New York City. It's like, well, yeah, guys. small town then, I guess.
1: Yeah, sure. Small town. Right. We'll stick with it. Yeah. Anyways, we're there. Oh, I delivered that wrong for the way I wrote it. Oh. Anyways, we're there. We have a mess on our hands. There, that's better delivery. Hell
0: yeah. Now that (laughs) I was there for it. Yeah, we do.
1: Not only do we have cops and feds and other agencies roaming the streets, we now have gun-toting civilians looking to do some vigilante just justice.
0: just so dependable. Remember when people would form militias just go into the woods and fight monsters?
1: Yeah, I'd like to do that.
0: Yeah, that's what people should be doing. Well, should is in quotation marks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Should, I don't, I don't endorse. We,
1: we really need to pump our brakes on that. I yeah, think.
0: no, don't go into the Maybe woods. Maybe a little too much lately. <laughs> don't go into the woods looking for monsters. You mean people, or do. People just load up their guns and look for imaginary things to fight? Anyways, that would be silly if they did that.
1: What? That would now you're talking nonsense. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, yeah. You broke apart my, my flow here. Well, we,
0: Yeah, we were doing a little chit-chat. But yeah. yeah,
1: the mess. The mess is going. Yeah. Which, with all, all these people out on the street, makes this night, September 6th, All the more fun for the Mad Gasser of Mattoon. There he is. There. We can move away from that other name now. Yeah. Yeah. Got the Mad Gasser of Mattoon.
0: Well, yeah. The marketing boys are like, what's he doing? He's gassing. He's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Mad Gasser guys.
1: 10 p.m. He struck an apartment. 11 p.m. A young girl at a different household became sick and vomiting. Her parents cra- claim to see a prowler through the window. Midnight, a different home said the fumes burnt. Her, a different. At a different home, a woman said the fumes burnt her mouth and throat, Ugh. and the vomiting followed. At 1 a.m., another home is hit, causing the elderly man to vomit for two hours straight. A tall, thin man was seen running through the yard. All in all, seven now, uh, seven houses would be hit before the night was over this guy is
0: just having fun
1: oh yeah
0: he's just playing god running around gassing people
1: get gassed that's what he's yelling get gassed <laughs> get gassed
0: he's like he knocks on the window my gas is mad get gassed yeah what so he's got a lot of, bunch of cool other catchphrases i'm sure he's probably a normal guy working with the marketing department right mm-hmm he, he actually told he's like, guys, Mad Gasser. Yeah. And then one guy took credit for it at the paper. He's like, he's the Mad Gasser. That's brilliant. How'd you come up with that?
1: I don't know. It just it just came to me in the night. It's, he's like Peter Parker selling pictures of Spider-Man. He is the Mad Gasser. <laughs>
0: um, this guy wants to be called this now. <laughs> I think.
1: Yeah. That's what I heard. September 7th. Oh, God. The town is being gripped with fear. Windows are locked, no matter how stifling inside. The heat gets it. Some are abandoning their homes to go stay with others for safety in numbers. Children are kept inside. Police are working double shifts trying to keep the town safe. Yet the gasser strikes again. The home was hit by an assault of gas three different times in the night. Paralyzed by gas and fear, stuck in bed. The victims saw it come through the window on the second attack. A bluish vapor accompanied by a whirring sound. Yeah, mm-hmm. none of that's good. No, why not? I mean, you know,
0: just imagine going to bed, you're tired. You have been hearing all this nonsense about this gasser guy. And then Papers. you look up at your window and you're like, and you're like oh, is that gas?
1: That gas. Really Blue
0: gas? How often do you just see gas? Mm-hmm. And then you feel like shit. Like, oh, geez, have I been gassed? Get gassed. Get gassed. <laughs> <laughs> the whisper outside. No whisper, he's yelling that shit hmm Get gassed.
1: Now I'm going to read you another editorial from the newspaper on September 8th.
0: Okay. All right. Oh, good. We got some opinions on this creature. Oh, yeah. All right.
1: The story of Mattoon's anesthetic prowler is it's known to one and all. It has been spread from one end of the country to the other, bringing the is. city a certain questionable distinction. Probably the only comfort we can get out of this whole situation is that our police department is now on the alert, apparently doing everything in its power to solve the case and take into custody the guilty person. All of us join in hoping for early success. One of the principal difficulties throughout has been that the whole matter was taken too lightly. Oh, wow. You mean they had
0: it Never mind. Not, I got nothing good to say. Never mind.
1: It was easy to say, Oh, uh, it's just imagination. God, and shrug the going. whole thing off with a, disdain- <laughs> with a disdainful air.
0: Hello, police. We need help. Bah! (laughs) Never mind. Quit bothering us. We got important things to do.
1: But Mrs. Carl Cords, who suffered severe burns, couldn't laugh about it. No. Neither could Mrs. Burt Kearney. Because her face was all burnt. Who suffered complications, which could have cost her her very life. Yeah. Neither could Miss George Ryder, whose two youngsters were found vomiting and who was nauseated herself. Neither could any of the other citizens who had the same terrifying experience. For the past few days, most of our officers have had a serious view of the case.
0: It finally got there.
1: It's been going a week. They now admit that it presents a real problem and are working hard to find a solution.
0: Imagine if they could have like, actually done serious police work when it first started and investigated instead of just blowing everyone off. Bah. The people who pay their wages and allow them to live how they live.
1: The mad anesthetist? That that sounds made up. Go home.
0: Yeah, was the, yeah, was the marketing just to convince the police? Mad <laughs> Gasser. Oh, jeez. He sounds scary. I want to catch the bad guys. Yeah. The other guy sounds like a scientist. This guy sounds like a villain.
1: Hmm, maybe. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, they now admit that it presents a real Jesus problem. All right. <laughs> and are working hard to find the solution. For their present attitude, most members of the police force deserve commendation. As a matter of fact, their hesitancy in taking a genuine interest in the case at the start should not be considered a new reflection upon them. Oh, no? This is an attitude which has grown in the police department for several months. (laughs) We suppose it's natural for the pride of policemen to be stunned a bit when a crime is committed. For this reason, there has been a tendency in Mattoon police circles recently to conceal from the public the fact that certain crimes have occurred. Zach. Zach. This whole line of reasoning, however, is wrong. Uh, Yeah. this has been proved countless times to the satisfaction of the country's greatest detectives. There are comparatively few types of crimes where any advantage can be gained by suppressing news or pretending to ignore the uh, offense. Oh, my God. The simplest reasoning tells us that any criminal realizes that his crime is going to be detected and that he will be hunted. Result of ignoring the crime... Almost invariably is loss of public confidence in the officers. No, what?
0: Hmm. (laughs) What?
1: In reality, the public does not expect policemen to prevent crimes and does not uh, censure them when crimes are committed. The primary job of policemen in the eyes of the public is to catch criminals and to bring them to justice, thereby deterring others who might be considering an offense against society. The public is loyal to its officers as long as it can feel assured that they are doing their best. And I'm going to stop there because it starts to criticize some individuals more. Oh, sure. And we don't, it doesn't necessarily pertain the, to the story. Yeah. But they're hot. But they are. And saying
0: true things uh-huh. down the line. Yep. Did the police get a rebuttal? Did, was there a rebuttal? Whoopsie daisy. Well. My bad. We'll see. Whoopsie. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I wouldn't even say my bad. They're like, whoopsie.
1: W- whoopsie.
0: Yeah, whoopsie. What does that mean? Whoopsie. Whoop. 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 See? So are you sorry? Whoops.
1: No, we didn't say do, that.
0: Do you regret what you did or didn't do?
1: Whoops. The night of September 8th, the gasser claims more victims. Jesus cab God. driver spotted a cloud of gas hanging in the street. Newspaper reporters and others who had been tailing this story pretty hard mm. even beat the police there. There this were about 70 people there that quickly became victims, similar to the ones I've already mentioned, because they were standing in the street where the gas was... Being a gas and expanding. <laughs> is this what they, yeah, is
0: this, yeah, is this where they got the plot for Batman Begins?
1: The gas seemed to be focused near a bedroom window, but the initial attack had failed. Great. The gas, gasser was successful in another attack that night across town.
0: He's one guy. Just drive around. He's mad, man. He is mad, that's true.
1: September 9th. Mm-hmm. The attacks continue. Oh, of course they do. A window screen is slashed, and the entire home and guests are hit with noxious fumes. See, we've escalated it. Throughout the night, the madman continued hitting household after household. Husbands, hearing their wives gagging or coughing or screaming, would come rushing to aid, only to become victims themselves. Same goes for the mothers rushing to the children's rooms when they would hear the screams or cries. This villain is going to gas them all. (laughs) Cast. I
0: can just hear the woman screaming, "Ah!" and then the husband comes in, like, "Honey, what's wrong?" And then he's, you know, on the ground, reeling in pain as well, just yep, in trouble, just barfing, just barfing. Mad Gasser loves a good barf fest.
1: Hmm. Okay, (laughs) September tenth, the town of Mattoon is terrified at a local theater. A woman screams in panic as she s- thinks she sees gas coming to the theater, which sets off the tinderbox. Panic and Stampede clear out the room. Oh, my God. And it seems the woman may have just been something that triggered. She may have just seen something that triggered her anxiety about the situation.
0: And sta- in the Stampede, eight people died.
1: Oh, my mm. God. I'll just- <laughs> no. No? Did anyone die? So. I don't believe so. All right, so. thank God. After a clearly nerve-induced panic, the police would make it mandatory for anyone claiming to be a victim of a gas attack to undergo a similar examination.
0: Oh, so one person freaked out because this is a whole terrorizing situation going on, Mm -hmm. and now they have to evaluate everybody to make sure they're not crazy. I'm I'm sure they have a good way of determining that.
1: September 11th, the last reported attack was a woman heard strange noises from her window, but was overcome with nausea and the feelings of paralysis. She called out to her sons, who came running, and they ran out to see who was doing it, and as they burst through the door, they caught sight of a short, heavy-set figure, cloaked in black, and they lost them in the alley.
0: That's different than our usual tall, slim man.
1: When police arrived, they found a high-heeled footprint in the dirt outside the window. Interesting. Interesting indeed. You already said what I wrote next. Oh, sorry. You're on to it. You're paying attention, that means. That was different than everything I've said before. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The following day, the newspaper put out this statement. A mistake from the beginning to the end. Local police in cooperation with state officers have checked and rechecked all reported cases And we find absolutely no evidence to support the stories that have been told. Hysteria must be blamed for such seemingly accurate statements of supposed victims. However, we found that large quantities of carbon tetrachloride are used in the war work done at the Atlas Imperial Diesel Engine Company plant. And that it was an odor which could be carried to all parts of the city as the wind shifts. It also leaves stains on cloth such as those found on the rag at the Carl Kord home. How do you feel about that? I feel it. The guy that runs that company pretty much laughed in their face and said, no, that's not accurate at all. That's impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: like, what are you talking
1: about? So what is it then? Is it mass hysteria? Like Uh, the police say?
0: I just love... I mean, honestly, maybe it's my bias. I just feel like they're abdicating our responsibility for being able to catch this person. This This is crazy.
1: Yeah. All these... Women, yeah. Well, is I mean, what again, implying,
0: yeah. Women are just
1: are just lonely and scared, and right, they're seeing things.
0: Husbands are gone. They're scared. They need someone to guide them because they can't handle reality without a man around. Yeah, and this is what's... the war is maybe torturing them. They feel sad about it. Mm-hmm. They're scared. Things maybe things are smelly. Things are smelly. As a plant, you know, maybe they think they smell the plant or whatever. Maybe
1: I don't. I, I don't know. Maybe they could smell the plant. I don't know what but you're. it's definitely not possible for this tetrachloride all of a sudden for this week and a half to start right. gassing the, the guys, town the when it's, guy, it's been yeah. there for years.
0: Right. And like, like you said, the guy who runs the plant, he's like, I'm here all the time. What are you talking about? I mean, this might give us all some kind of other sickness down the line, but
1: this isn't what it's doing right now. Right. So this is where the story takes a twist. The police come out and say it's all mass hysteria. I love that. And uh, there's even, like, people coming out, and I think he was from the University of Illinois, I believe, Mm -hmm. and wrote a paper on how it was mass hysteria and cited all these things and interviews and all this stuff. And so this story has been perpetuated for ever, basically, since yeah. 1944. Right. As hysteria, mass hysteria. Right. exactly. And in a circular logic, people cite it as an example of mass hysteria to prove their points on mass hysteria <sighs> nowadays.
0: This happened once, it could be happening now.
1: Right. Well, And I think that person that wrote that first mass hysteria report was like a sophomore in college. Great. He wasn't a doctorate or anything. I don't think it was a peer-evaluated paper or anything.
0: Just a, so just a man going to school.
1: Yep. That's pretty much what I remember <sighs> reading out it.
0: Amazing. This guy's got book learning.
1: And people use it as proof still to this day. Which is not how that works, unfortunately.
0: I would think not.
1: So that brings me to the Mad Gasser of Mattoon. Yeah. Was he real? Was there a an actual Batman villain running around this town? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was.
0: Yeah, there had to have been.
1: And I will tell you why I think there was. Yeah, please go on. And why there is plenty of stuff about this once you dig a little deeper than it seems like most people on the internet willing, are willing to do. Because I told you I got hung up on this at one point. Yes. Because I had to redo this whole thing because I was like, oh, there is a Mad Gasser of Mattoon and people have just said it's mass hysteria forever because of this yeah. stupid thing. Yeah, there had to have been a guy. Yeah. There is. And it uh maybe involves a little bit of a police cover-up of sorts.
0: Wait. What are you, you trying to tell me? That something could happen that the police don't like and they were to hide it from the public? Maybe. Dude, is that a thing cops do? I don't know. Like, they don't do that anymore, though, right? This is like an old-timey thing because it's like the 40s? Probably. Like, we've, they don't, they've gotten a lot better, right? Sometimes. Okay, just want to make sure. Some, yes. Because that would be scary if it happened today, is all I'm saying.
1: I agree. Okay. Uh, so there is a man named... Where is his name? John Mattoon. No. No. I tried. Farley. Uh, where's his last name?
0: What was the other guy named Urban what? Who's that guy? Rafe. Urban Rafe? Okay. It's just a good name is all. I never thought about that as being a name. Would people just call him Herb for short? Probably. Hey, Herb. I gotta find my. No, it's all good. Text here. Just thinking about Urban Rafe, Irby. Hey, Irby. You mean to tell me, Irby, your wife got gassed? Yeah, I came home. She said she got totally gassed. Then I saw this guy outside my house. He was a taxi driver, right?
1: Uh, Kearney was, yeah. Damn it, Kearney was.
0: What was? Uh, what was Rafe? Right, I have no I don't idea know? what Rafe was. Okay. Getting my gas victims confused.
1: It's on me. I just want his last name. They always call him Farley, but his last name's important. Farley Llewellyn. Got it. Was the mad Gasser of Mattoon. Good. You're you just going to I'm just going to say that and you're just going to be like, "Yep, okay." Yeah, all right. All right yeah, cool. sure. Well,
0: yeah. I was well, I was waiting for you to tell me how and yeah. why. <laughs> no, that's all I got. It's like, "All right, I'm just calling him out." Yeah. Farley Llewellyn.
1: Uh Farley was a smart young man. Did uh, really well in school, high grades. Uh, yes. Went to the U of I and studied chemistry. Sure. And then he came back home after all that, though.
0: That sounds good.
1: He His father uh, was a wealthy man who owned the town...
0: Gas factory? No. Okay. you like, uh, grocery store. Got it.
1: And he's very well respected, though. Like uh, during you know it's World War II, there's yes. Some people are struggling to make ends meet and right. everything, and he supposedly supposedly had open lines of credit to anyone in the city or anyone in the town of Mattoon that uh, needed it. And okay, it was even in his will that. Should he die with these debts, they were to be absolved with him. Nice. So he good. was a, from everything I can tell, was an upstanding citizen, tried the best to help his community. Perfect. During that's some tough times. Yeah, that's what you want. That's good. His son, on the other hand, maybe not so much. <laughs> uh, dad's great. I'm going to gas you. So the Farley moved home after college, uh, stayed in the family home for a while, eventually built a lab in the cellar of the Llewellyn household, and then he lived in a trailer back behind the household. By all accounts, he was kind of a strange guy, not very friendly. (sighs) Uh, Some people think that he was a homosexual that was uh, trying to... not be known as that. I don't know. Sure. I could have said that better, but... I understood what you mean. You get what I'm getting at? I do, yeah. That was just a rumor, though. I don't think there was any evidence of that. But by all means, he was an outcast. Got it. It That's kind of what I'm getting at here. Yes. And then he started drinking heavily. That's not going to help. And so he became more of an outcast. Right. And it just kind of was like this downward spiral of things that seemed to him down a, let's call it vengeful path.
0: Yeah, he wants to lash out. He's pissed.
1: Yeah. And he's... He's got some pent-up rage about some uh, whatever he's got going on. And not happy. No, and if he's spending most of his time wasted... And he sees the town around him growing further from his touch. Or, like, growing further away from him. Yeah. Because they're... I mean, they're... He's probably sh- sounds like he's shrinking away from them, right. and they're shrinking away from him. Everybody's like, mm. "Well, they're just
0: like what?" Yeah, man. Like, I'm sure at the beginning they're like, "Hey, man, what's up, Farley?" Yeah, and he was like, Bleh, and "He's you know pounding his uh-huh booze." They're like, "All right, man. Well, take care." Yeah,
1: cool. Sounds good, man. Then
0: he goes home and sits. He's like, "Why doesn't anyone want to be my friend?" Well, man, you're weird, anyways, and now you're like an angry drunk.
1: So, yeah. Uh, apparently, his sis- two sisters. Also had a strangeness to them that people didn't exactly like in their community they're kind of weird. they were kind of weird uh unkempt, and oh, no they managed the grocery store and people stopped really liking to go there. Oh, no. I guess there would be like cats crawling on things and just oh. it sounded. Got it. I don't got a better word for it at the moment. But it sounded like people didn't like going there after a certain while. And the father was still maintained in a pretty high regard, though, just because of all the good he did. Right. I got a little confused on the timeline here because I don't know if he was dead at the time or... It feels like he's away. He's away. He's definitely away. So is he fighting? Is he fighting? I if doubt he's an it older because, guy, right? No, because we'll so. Farley's in like his mid thirties. Okay, so he's got to be pushing yeah, sixty or sure. So, anyways, the this is one part that I liked, and this is how it kind of came to light. Apparently, the people of Mattoon uh, had kind of known this, but word is kind of spreading a little bit more now because of. Uh, Criminal profiling.
0: Okay, so what have we learned about Farley?
1: Well, before we know it's Farley, the profile was that there was more than one gasser. As conflicting eyewitness reports described, dramatically different body shapes. One of the culprits... it's, It's dark, guys. One of the culprits was tall, while another was short and obese. At least one of the culprits had an extensive knowledge of organic chemistry. The culprits lived in the same general vicinity as the victims. At least one of the culprits had the ability to move about town inconspicuously. The culprits had reason to possess anger against society in general, which was manifested somewhat randomly. So, yeah, what we're getting at here is it's not just the Mad Gasser, maybe even the Mad Gassers. He had a team? The gas team? So Farley was supposed, kind of hypothetical. Sure. But not really. Like I said, there was eyewitness reports saying that they saw different body types. Yeah. But Farley was definitely the main guy. Yeah. Um, he's your
0: Walter White. Yeah. He's, he's making he's stuff the happen. Yeah.
1: And so once the attacks started, the police immediately went to Farley as a suspect. Which the outcast, makes him feel good. He's the outcast. He's got the knowledge. Just proven his point. All that stuff. So they put him on watch, or like they're watching him. Yeah. But then the attacks continue.
0: So he had to find a way around that.
1: And enter his sisters. They think that the sisters were going around town doing his work, and people were all looking for a man. So they were just walking freely while there's roving packs of Armed vigilantes and cops and right. all that stuff, and it's just a couple of, yeah, just two couple girls. of ladies yeah. walking around. Well, I mean not raising any suspicion.
0: I mean you did he did lay the seat earlier. That high heel man.
1: hmm That but high. But then heel? again,
0: you don't want any other shoes? That seems uncomfortable to want to evade people in high heels running through yards.
1: I would agree with you.
0: I mean I've never worn high heels. Me
1: neither. But especially in grass, but I can't I've imagine seen it they would go well. Right. If I tried to run in them, it would go yeah. real bad if I tried to run in them.
0: you kick that shit off and you just book it. Yep. That's what the movies tell me anyways. Mm-hmm. Take off the shoes and go. Sure. After you've been done gassing.
1: Get gassed. <laughs> get gassed.
0: Uh, That's what he tells his sisters. You have to say get gassed when you do it, though.
1: You have to say it right. Yeah, say get gassed.
0: Get gassed. That'll do. We'll take it.
1: So another piece of evidence that brings us back to Farley was the compound of the gas that they're trying to figure out. So that rag, the police took it into custody, and through their ineptitude, they waited 60-something hours to get it tested, and at that point, the gas had evaporated.
0: What else do they have to do for 60 hours? I don't know. There's nothing else happening in this town. The guy will get to it. Oh yeah. now it's ruined.
1: Well I think they might have had to send it to the state, but either way. Should to have been something that should have got faster. Don't tracked. those
0: cars have headlights and like sirens? Yep. You just to book it. hmm You can get to Springfield if you need to. Yep. Go. Your town's being attacked.
1: So prior to these attacks, yeah. um a neighbor saw Farley. He was not very He was not secretive about his chemistry work. He's just there doing it. Of course. Like people know this is his thing. Right, he's Uh, making
0: who knows what he's making. Imagine that today. That's just Farley in the back making things.
1: Yeah, so one day the neighbor's looking out her window and she watches him making something and then the lab explodes and smoke's pouring (laughs) out. (laughs) And then he comes out and he's like, I'm all good. I'm good. (laughs) Like,
0: Farley, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. And he comes out, and he's fine, maybe a little rattled, but.
0: And then the neighbor's like, "Whew! Thank goodness he didn't get hurt."
1: Yeah, not. Little thinking. did she know that that was the first step in him creating this new gas that was about to terrorize right. the town.
0: And but I mean, I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised, I and mean, I'm sure they could probably figure this out if she like told the police. And they're was like, nah.
1: Whatever. This is what Farley does. That's what he does. It's, yeah, it's like, he's but harmless. Like,
0: I think he's... Like he's his, just a drunk. His lab exploded. Yeah. What does it take to do that? Uh, don't you guys know anything? Nah. That's all right.
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of theories on uh, what the gas could have been. Like People yeah. were always thinking chloroform. Sure. Or I think... It's a go-to. I forget what I, the one that the lab said or the plant said they had. Um, but I think cause of all, there's so many different ones they have similar, sure. but, but then it's like, okay, but nobody had anything with their eyes, like yes. no eye irritation. It was always just mouth, throat, nausea, limb stuff. So the book I read on this, the guy is a chemistry teacher and he eventually s- throws out the one that fits it perfect which is nitromethane. And it has that sweet kind of perfumey scent. Okay. And it does all of the things I've told you. Okay. And so what it comes down to is it was an explosive gas, and it blew up in this guy's house or his lab. Yes. So the first few victims, this is where it gets kind of... There's no, I don't think there's any real evidence of this, but it's just people that would have been going to school around the same time as him. Yes. Like they're all similar in age. So yeah. he may have had beef that no. he'd been holding on to no. and about to deliver his master plan. And it didn't go, go quite as expected. It definitely sparked some terror and everything. But I think he wanted these people's bedrooms to explode. He wanted them to blow up? I think so.
0: <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, they just smell and got sick. I was trying to send him to hell.
1: Yeah. Well, no. So what they think is, or what is kind of sure. the thought on this, right. is his first attacks scared people, got him sick, and there was only the one... Day of that. And then it was Labor Day weekend, and the newspapers were closed and all that stuff. Yeah. So word didn't get out. Okay. But then, like, the next day, he saw, like, oh, uh, I didn't even get my result, but definitely scared the shit out of some people. And that's some sort of revenge. It is. So.
0: Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm taking that. I'm going to
1: keep doing it. And then. Get gassed. He just kept gassing people.
0: As he maniacally laughs, ah,
1: <laughs> and runs away. He is a comic book villain. Correct. Yeah.
0: 100%. In real life. Yeah, and he was named like they do in the movies. The Mad Gasser.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's him. Yep. Uh, so some people think that he was using, you know, like, I don't even know what it's called. But, you know, like from uh, like Bugs Bunny cartoons when they had like the insect repellent stuff. Okay. Like they had the big tube and then he had yes. like a pump handle that sprayed things. Oh, my God. He's got a whole look. They think he had something like that. and He's got a whole look. But then others uh, think that maybe his sisters, when they were doing it, they were using, like, the 1940s perfume bottles that you would see in, like... The, okay, yeah. Where you got the it's big bulb on squirt, it. And squirt. it's a yeah. big, like, vase, kind of. Yes. Know, so they would sit there and... Imagine that. And that's why they could go undetected, because they just put it in their purse or something.
0: Right, you don't need a cool villainous backpack when you got that lugging around.
1: Yeah. And...
0: And if anybody even searched you, it's like, it's my perfume. I'm like, ah, that's right. But nobody would, because they're women in the forties, and so they can't do anything.
1: Yeah, and uh, in the cop's eyes, in anyone's eyes, really. So then go back to that. A part of why they think that too is when that cloud of gas was burst in the street. Yes. They think maybe <laughs> some, maybe they dropped their perfume <laughs> Whoops. thing. Whoopsie! And just gas, and they ran. Like, oh, and then all, right. then all the newspaper people are like, "Oh, look at this gas." gas expands to fit the space it's in right we should stand near this so stupid (laughs) so dumb uh it's coming toward me yeah get out of there Hmm, weird my lips kind of tingle
0: yeah oh god i'm feeling all those things i reported about in the article i wrote yesterday yeah move
1: yeah uh so i'm pretty confident saying that uh, we got our mad gassers
0: yeah, he's a gasser. Do we know what what befell Farley in his life? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: Not to jump, I just I was just curious. September eleventh may have been the last attack for a couple of reasons.
0: Okay, what happened to Farley?
1: Well, if this nitromethane gas that was created, it fits the timeline that it would have if he made it uh, around the time of that explosion. Yeah. The nitromethane only isn't. He becomes inert after about 16 days. So okay. he may have ran out of gas. Or the fact... <laughs> Appropriate. Or the fact that September 12th he was checked into a mental facility also oh, might oh, coincide. <laughs> because God. that was kind of just swept under the rug and he was, was just he- gone and in a mental facility.
0: What was the name of this place Arkham Asylum? <laughs>
1: <laughs> might as well have been. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the that might be a, that's what happened to him. He died in there after years. Yes,
0: yeah, so that was it. But that was it. He was done. I mean, this is just me thinking about it. We don't have to know this. Like, what what prompted? Like, how did that even? Ha- I'm just wondering, how did that even happen? How did they finally decide? To, like,
1: maybe his dad came home. Did
0: some? his dad know?
1: I don't know. Did his dad? Fi- I'm just. I don't. know, That's kind of left out of the story from every everything I've.
0: It just read. seems to be like he was cra- they just decided he was crazy and has to go somewhere
1: yeah and that's what, Im- somebody found out and that's why i think his dad was still alive his because dad found out. i think they found out the police were like we didn't think this was a real thing at first but then we were like oh actually farley is gassing people uh but like his dad is well respected so either yes, it all comes together. either they did it for him or right. they did it for him
0: right like, just get him, like, save him jail, but just get him, just get him out of here. Just get him out of here. Yeah. Right.
1: And so, that is the Mad Gasser of Mattoon. Mad Gasser of Mattoon. There was a lot of crazy theories out there for oh, a yeah. while, too. Oh, oh, yeah, right. Like, Lauren Coleman said No, what's that, he talking about? Uh, it was a teleport. Porter, Lauren. basically. Lauren. Somebody from a different dimension. Lauren. Um, come on, man.
0: that's cool, but come on.
1: There's also a a part I left out because it didn't really fit the uh, narrative. I was kind of not, not pushing, but telling. Sure. Because it breaks you out of it, and that's why I'll tell you now that we've sure. got our main thesis out there. Right. Uh, there was another account of a woman... Who saw the gasser, and said it was a giant? It was Bigfoot, basically. She saw Bigfoot pumping gas through a window. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, a gasquatch? A gasquatch? Yep. Sorry, but then what she was she watch? like managed the local hotel too. So she saw this at home, okay, and then she saw it in the hotel too. But this is where it gets real weird because she was like, the thing just like strolled into the hotel lobby with like imagine? other people in there. And she said, nobody else noticed it. And she was like, Are you? What the fuck?
0: Like are what? you okay, ma'am? Yeah. So just, I, God, I mean, I'm glad you told me it now because it totally, imagining that amongst the story, just like, What? Like, yeah, just anyways. Yeah.
1: And what? then, uh, but then like, so she was the only one that could see it. And when, she, when it noticed her looking at it, it disappeared.
0: So was she checked into the asylum next to,
1: I next to Farley? I don't think so.
0: Did they decided to be like, ma'am, what is going on?
1: Yeah, I don't know. But that one didn't, it was definitely an outlier. So I would say so. Didn't want to get your, your brain cooking too hard. No, uh, it, cooks,
0: it cooks hard enough.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's out there. So then there's a bunch of things, you know, maybe when we go behind the veil, I'll tell you how I learned about dark matter from this story. <laughs> Uh, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, once you start introducing interdimensional beings, yeah, as much as I want to talk about them, always, like, come on, let's—it's gas. There, somebody could be making it. This is very explainable by normal means.
1: Yeah, so the Mad Gasser Matune is a good story about a crazy person it's that true. tried to gas the whole town. Yep, it's true for revenge for being an outcast, basically, and then. Yeah, he's A lot like of stories that the internet have perpetuated that it's a mass hysteria or phenomenon type thing. Mm-hmm. When you just got to dig a little bit deeper, and then it's like, oh. No, it's
0: like two sides. Yeah. There's like this, but like, or also this guy.
1: Yeah, or this guy that was gassing people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this real human man. Which is crazy enough.
0: Yeah, I just, mass hysteria, random man who has a grudge and is a villain, and a gas watch. The gas watch. St- it's yep. like, ma'am, you needed to go to bed. How long have you been working? Go to bed.
1: I know you're on a limited time here, but you got to draw. Like, he's got to have like a gas mask. A, oh, go on. Yeah, tell me. A jacket. Yes. Uh huh. All black, and then he's got to have one of those.
0: Yes. Yeah, of course. That'd be good. Oh
1: yeah. No, we can. We'll see if there's enough time for that. Oh, there is. <laughs> I could start right now. No. Yeah. <laughs> what
0: are you doing now? I'm just my gas man. Yeah. There you go. It's Mattoon, Matt Gasser Mattoon. Matt Gasser Mattoon. He's a guy. He's a guy. He's a nice Illinois man.
1: And maybe his sister is helping out. It's a whole thing. They just. They just Where's that? It.
0: I mean, where is that movie?
1: Yeah. It's called Batman. <laughs> yeah, Batman Begins. <laughs> Batman <laughs> Begins, yeah. yeah. I almost said they, it Returns, they, but they I was like, that's to, all right. They try to
0: put the gas in the pipes, but when it explodes, it's just, yeah, scarecrow stuff.
1: Yeah. Great. Cool. I mean, maybe for all we know, that's where they got the idea for the scarecrow. It's entirely possible.
0: It's true. Sci- he's a, well, he was a psychiatrist, so he'd be working in the asylum.
1: Maybe he was pretending to work, <laughs> work there, but it was really...
0: He just, at some point...
1: I don't know. I don't know Batman lore.
0: I mean, it's not much more than that as far as he goes. Good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's a mad gas from a tune. Yeah. If you're a mad gasser, you should email us at weird and feared podcast at gmail dot com um we're on all the social medias you can find us mainly on the uh, the instagram we post a lot on there uh, if you want to support the show you can uh patreon dot com slash weird and feared uh you can subscribe and support in any way available to you we're gonna keep on talking after this ends throw up some behind the veils the uh bonus content podcast uh-huh. where the conversation continues yep and did i forget anything
1: um i don't know if
0: i had i think we're
1: good i don't think so
0: Anchor.fm dot fm slash weird if you want to leave us a voice message about how you're the mad gasser
1: you got mad gas all these
0: years <laughs> or just this message us and say get gassed get gassed and that's fine i'll
1: take it cool all right guys well
0: above all else yeah get gassed but always stay spooky
1: yeah stay spooky